Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening from wherever you are in the world. And thank you for joining me for another edition of the Travelers Camel's Toe Shenanigans. Pretty much that's what it is. We are back for another Wednesday. I'm going to talk about making calculated risk. I'm going to make this a whole chapter. I think I'm going to make a couple episodes because I have a lot to talk about with this. Um, so we're going to call this chapter rolling the dice, making calculated risk. That's what this chapter is about. And the first episode is going to be kind of just like an overview introduction to making calculated risk. Like it's basically, basically going to be where a person is in the beginning stages of, um, saying, Hey, I want to do this or, Oh, I want to change careers or I want to move this place or I want to leave this person. I want to get out this relationship, whatever it is, it's going to be the beginning stages. That's what we're going to be talking about. Kind of how to identify it and how to get to the next step. So I just want to start off by saying this and this is, and every, you guys know me, you guys know, if you've been listening, you know, I'm just going to say it straight the fuck up. And we, we, I don't, Till it wink around with any motherfucking body. You hear me? So nothing is black and white. When you start to make excuses and with the but but and a, and a, and a coulda and it is not that that doesn't really exist in real life. It only exists in your head. One. So if a situation is not serving you or you're not being fulfilled, it is time to leave. I don't give a fuck what it pertains to. You take it, whatever resonates, you take it, whatever doesn't, drop it. If a situation is not serving you or not for, or it's not fulfilling, you need to end it. I don't care if it's a marriage. Now, I mean, I know things are a little bit difficult. I'm not married, so, you know, married and shit and blah, blah. But when it comes to happiness and being fulfilled and if serving your higher purpose, it got to go. Things got to change. Point blank period there's no getting around that there's no getting around that if you're tired doing the same old same old you know routine then change it it's it's really that simple it may be difficult going through the steps of dot 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 but honestly the the resolution the remedy you see what i'm saying is to straight up change it so okay Basically, let me start here. You can stay in your comfort zone or you can gamble it away. Now, when you gamble it away, you're leaping into the unknown. But most of the time, that unknown will take you into into an adventure that will fulfill your soul, your dreams, and your desires. Let me back that up. See, the problem is you can't see the other side well no one can okay obviously you know what i mean you see the staircase you know what i mean but you don't know what's on top of the staircase what you get what do you have to do to get to the top of the staircase you have to take every single step i know some of you motherfuckers skip steps with your long legs but legitly you skip you 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 take a step and then you get to the top of the staircase nobody can see what's on the other side of the whateverness Because if that was the case, everybody would be doing their highest purpose of life things. Now, you might say, oh, the grass isn't always draining on the other side. Well, you're a fucking bitch. 
I get the grass isn't always greener on the other side, but if that's going to be your excuse or your rebuttal, you've already like talked yourself out of it. So I don't really want to talk to you. This is not this is not for people who says the grass isn't greener on the other side. No, the grass isn't greener on the other side if you're married and you letting someone slide in your IG and you cheating on your wife or your husband. That's the grass is greener on the other side. If you miserable and dread your job, if you want to move from your city, if you hate your, I ain't going to say spouse because that's a little bit touchy, but your boyfriend or girlfriend and they ain't shit or whatever have you, you're just not fulfilled. That ain't got nothing to do with the grass is green on the other side. Stop talking yourself out of the situation before it even, before you can even make valid points. Now, let's talk about the next one. That's, 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 that's basically it. So you only got two choices, basically, what I'm trying to say. You can stay in your fucking comfort zone or you can step out your comfort zone, go through a little bit of pain, because I promise you sometimes it's just on the other side of the, you know what I'm saying? And you're like, oh, wow, I, I, I did this. This is a whole new world, but you can't get there unless you try. So I'm trying to keep this under 10 minutes, under 15, 20 minutes. Let's go on to the next, the next. That's the, that's the choices you have. This is the next big thing. And let me tell you something. Y'all know every time I talk about something on this podcast, I either been through it, going through it, or you see what I'm saying? Just, yeah. So I'm not telling you anything that I haven't been through or haven't experienced, you know? Because don't you just love when you talk to people, let's just say family and friends, and you say, oh, I want to do dot, dot, dot. Or I want to move to dot, dot, dot. Or I want to, I don't know, learn a different language. I I don't, who gives it? Whatever, whatever. You get my point. First thing these people say, oh, wow, that's expensive taking language classes. Oh, man, if you move somewhere here, isn't it? Uh, cost of living's high, dot, dot, dot. Oh, man, uh, it's dangerous. Uh, oh, no, don't 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 quit your job and, and take a pay cut to do something you absolutely fucking love because you're miserable as hell. Don't do that. You're going to be making three, four thousand dollars less. Don't don't do that. Because, I mean, why would you listen to me? I'm just I'm just a miserable ass person who one, probably wish I had the balls to do what you probably was or trying to do. Two, I literally can't comprehend what you're telling me because I'm a small-minded motherfucker. Three, I can't even give them, I mean, I can go on and on. Because I'm putting my fears on you and because I failed at it, you gonna fail at it. You see how that goes? Don't talk to family and friends. I did that mistake. I told everybody, I want to move to Atlanta. Da, 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 da. And it was, who do you know down there? You don't know anyone down there? Oh, man, the KKK's down south. It's racist down there. I mean, you want to hear it? I heard it. Like, it, it was unbelievable. But but my, 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 my grandma and my mom saying, these people are jealous of you guys. These people can't think outside the block. They don't want to leave the block. And when someone's doing something that is different, whew. Ring the alarm, Beyonce style. They be damned if you move on and and rent your on without them. So let me let me let me let me let me help you from up front. Don't tell people, family and friends, and it be the it be the ones that's supposed to be your a one day one. Come on now, it be the ones. It ain't it ain't the lady at the grocery store ringing up your shit. 
You know what I'm saying? It ain't your Uber driver. It's your it's your day one A ones, your parents, your 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 loved ones. Your, you know what I'm saying? Don't talk to people who are small minded. Don't talk to people who can't. And you know who these motherfucking people are. I knew who they was, but I didn't understand why it would be such a goddamn uproar about me trying to do something a little bit of different. I say I wasn't going to Bangkok. Now I'm going to live in Bangkok, but who? guess who I'm not going to talk to? You see what I'm saying? Don't talk to people who are small-minded. They can't understand, for real, legitly. You are speaking physics, quantum physics to them. When you say something out of their ordinary that they are not doing in their day-to-day fucking miserable-ass life, if it ain't getting their nails and hair and wigs done, and I'm being a little, you know, generic right now, but you get the point. Getting uh, $100 Hennessy bottles that only cost $20 in the store. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't, don't, don't do it. Those are not the people that you want to talk to when it comes to, you know, doing something radical, being a rebel. You should see me with my bunny ears right now. Come on. I can't even do it. it you, those are not the people to talk to. Would you, who you need to talk to? You need to surround yourself with people who are like-minded. Let me tell you, like me. Okay. I'm just saying. You need to surround yourself with people who are doing the same things. And hold on. This all has to do with rolling the dice, leaving your comfort zone. So here we go in. I'm not good at talking to people and making new friends. And where do I find these people? You have to leave. You don't get healthy in the place where you got sick at. You got to leave. When I wanted to be a backpacker and learn these things and meet these people, when I started staying in hostels and and, and backpacking with other people, I met all the people that was like me and I no longer was the outcast. That That's a fucking miracle to me. I thought Jesus done laid hands on me. I'm like, oh my God, I, I just told this girl that I want to move to Thailand in three months and she's telling me how to fucking do it. She's telling me, oh, maybe she want to do it. I'm telling you. But if I say that to somebody that was back on the block, come on, you're not going to get nowhere. You can't talk to the people that's going to put their fears on you. And don't you know, secretly, those people admire you. Secretly, those people are watching you. So when you're trying to take calculated risks or rolling the dice, when you're starting up, remember, this is the intro. This is where you sit back and you say, I wonder if I could dot, dot, dot. Or I wonder how it will be to live dot, dot, dot. This is, this is where we at, guys. I'm going I'm to I'm do a couple episodes bringing you to the fact of. But let me tell you, this is what it's about. It's about starting with the foundation. If you got people around you shipping at you before you can even get solid in yourself, you ain't going to make it. You ain't going to make it. You have to talk to people that is open-minded and you got to surround yourself with people that will push you and challenge you. So every time I talk to someone, if, if, if I sound, you know, irrational, radical, or rebel to someone, they're not the people that I talk to. Let me tell you something. The people who are, this is, I'm, I might be going off stream. I don't know. But the people who are 
entrepreneurs, the people who take risks, the people who have done it, the people who have stepped outside the box, the people who dream big will never criticize you. Write that down. The people who are about that life and whatever spectrum of life there is, because there's many out there, it doesn't even matter. Who cares? Whatever you want to do in life, those people who are about it with you, even so, I'm talking to my girlfriend and she wanted all, oh, no, one of the girls I, I recently met, she wanted to be in politics. I'm about to say liberations. Um, lobbies, or I don't even know. But guess what? I was talking to her with her, trying to help her in DC and what sector? You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have to be into politics to understand this is what she want to do, end up in Congress some goddamn where. I don't need to give a fuck about the recipe of it. I see the bigger picture all fucking ready. Let's go. I got Google. What's up? That's all you want to hear when you talk to people. I I could have said, oh, aren't you a little bit too young to be in politics? Well, you are a Latino and you have a lot of things against you. Oh man, it's expensive to move to DC. I mean, you might have to, I could have, come on now. No, mm-mm. I was it. Uh, yes, bitch. What's up? Okay. Google. What you, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? That's it. If people are not jumping like that to you, fuck them. I wish I would have had this mentality when I started. Actually, I take that back. Everything happens for a reason. It brought me to this point, and now I'm helping someone else. Scratch that. Sorry, universe. I didn't mean to say that. But I'm glad that you have someone telling you this now. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them again, and fuck them some more. You need to realize that when you are going through change, when you are feeling stuck and stagnant, you have to make a move. It's only up to you. I don't care if you had a bad childhood and you this and you that. Everybody has a story. I don't give a fuck. All I give a fuck about is helping people get to the next step because only you can change your situation at the end of the day. If you listen to my last podcast, I talked about the mentality of people. There's the mentality. How you look at things will make or break your life. Do not get me started because I don't want to go back talking about that. We're talking about calculated risk. It's the way you look at things. Period. Those people who doubted me and the people who doubted you, it's their mentality. Once you start adding them up, dividing them all down, they come out to the same goddamn denominator, don't they? It's always, they always come, they always got a common denominator with these motherfuckers and it's small-minded. And you get the, you get the rest. That's it. That's it. I mean, it's really that simple. So A, surround yourself with people that have taken the calculated risk or that are thinking of things like you. And don't listen to other people or don't, don't even don't. And if you want to make a change, you have to do it. There's only, it's only one way and it's to change it. You are power. You have the power of your mind, period. That's it. That's it. 
I mean, it's seriously that fucking simple. Calculated risk. Am I happy at this job? No. What do I want to do? I want to fucking dress up as Teletubby. Okay, bet. How many kids' parties can I do dress up as Teletubby to make my rent, to get it popping, to do this, this, that? Cool. What can I do where I'm on the side? I can wait fucking tables. Bang. What else can I do? I can do Uber. Bang. I don't give a fuck. Until you're hungry, then you'll make shit happen. And yes, I said dressing up as Teletubbies because that's how much I don't give a fuck. If that make you happy, then that makes you motherfucking happy. Period. That's it. I mean, that's the fuck it. There's nothing else, nothing more, nothing less. If you don't like your situation or if you're not fulfilled in your situation, then change it. Change it. Like, I'm not going to do this no more. Like, I'm not going to hang around these type people no more. Like, I don't want to live in the city. I want to live in the, in the, in the, in the farm country. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. What are the steps that you need to get to where you're trying to go? You spend all this time dwindling and fiddling and fiddling with your motherfucking fingers. And you could be spending that time on Google. And that's another thing. People got way too many excuses when Google has everything. It's a crying fucking shame. I don't know how. Then you're a fucking fool. Straight up. Straight up. Because you got Google. Jesus fucking Christ. This is not 1970. And I'm sorry, guys. There's no excuse in this day and age. There's no excuse. There's absolutely no excuse. Because if Beyonce says she was holding a goddamn scavenger hunt with encrypted ass hieroglyphics, I bet you figure that shit out to find them concert tickets. I bet you would. And that's a goddamn disgrace. A fucking disgrace. You got time to do everything else. You got time to be slayed and laid. You got time to be fucking with these fuck niggas or these fuck bitches. You got time to be sliding in DMs. But you ain't got time to do what's right for yourself because you miserable as hell in real life and keeping up with these dumbass Joneses. They got filters on any goddamn way. I just went on a rant. My bad. Let me calm down. Because it just really makes me so upset. Or because where you trying to go, you want to be, you know, Don Juan. No. Get a studio apartment. Let me fucking tell you something. When I moved down here, I ain't had furniture for a year. Because I was out halfway partying every night. That's not the point. I ain't have a car for four years. I was on the bus in the cold. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. I ain't have no family or friends when I moved to Atlanta. No excuse. Was I lonely at some times? Sure. You know what I did? I adopted a motherfucking dog. And you might be laughing, but I'm dead fucking serious. And it brought me to some place, places where I'm at now, that I would have never imagined if I never would have left a calculated risk. I ain't say be all reckless out here. No, 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 no. If you have nothing to lose, if you can find you a job, get your little place to rent, whatever have you, if you can do a calculated risk. In my next episode is going to speak about how, what is a calculated risk? How do you, how do you make a calculated risk? For sure, and then we're going to end this, is basically making a plan to, to make the leap of faith. You know what I mean? You're not just like, 
oh, fuck it, I'm just going to get in my car and, and, and drive across the ocean to, to, to Thailand. No, 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 no. You're, you're kind of making a plan. Okay, can I wait tables? Can I, can I get a job at, I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Can I do something? Can I do something to keep me afloat while I'm going through the motions to get to the other side, to the top of the staircase? Because let me motherfucking tell you something. And okay, I'm going to end it after this. I'm going to end it after this. This last thing. If you're miserable in what you're doing now, if you're broke in what you're doing now, if you're unhappy, what is the difference of doing it in another spot? You can be broke wherever you are. But the, the sometimes when you change your environment or when you change your field of occupation or when you change your boyfriend or girlfriend who that just ain't giving it to you no more, things will change for you. So if you're broke in one city, I'm not saying if you're from Oklahoma, go to New York City. That's not a calculated risk. You know what I mean? Let's not sit here and play those type games. I'm not saying if you're from some back alley town where your rent is, you can get a five bedroom and then you move somewhere like, you know, LA. That's not a Washington. That's not a calculated risk. But especially for my people who's from New York, Philly, Miami, LA, and Cali. And you have so much more advantage over people who live in Nebraska. I mean, Nebraska got a big city, but you get what I'm saying. I'm comparing mass, my, you know, street smarts and all this other fuck shit. It's a lot. That's a, Let me write that down. Street smarts goes in calculated risk because it sure does. Let me put that in the next episode. When you have so much resources all already in yourself, you just, you just, you know. So for me, a calculated risk is I'm from Philadelphia and I moved to Atlanta. So the cost of living is cheaper. I was a waitress, so I transferred my Olive Garden job down here. Boom, had a job. Down here, there's no first, last, and security. I was able to get a little apartment, 400 in rent. It was in the hood, but hey, well, nobody was shooting up my complex, so we're straight. I'm from North Philly, we're straight. You motherfuckers want to come down here and be all like, oh, I want mink carpets and granite countertops. Shut the fuck up. You don't deserve it. You didn't work for it. So that's what it calculated. That's the beginnings of the calculated risk. Let's recap real quick because I ran off on a tangent. You only got two choices. Stay in your comfort zone or gamble your comfort zone away. Take the leap of faith to fulfill your soul, your dreams, and your desires. That is it. Two choices. If your situation is not serving you or you're not being fulfilled or whatever the fuck it is, change it. I don't know how. Google it. Ask me. DM me. Talk to people. Stop talking to those rag muffins of a friends or a family member. Yeah. All of them. Stop it. Because you ain't going to get nowhere. And I'm going to close with this. We're at 23 minutes. Lord have mercy. The most dangerous risk of all is spending your life not doing what you want on the bet that you can buy yourself freedom to do it later. That's what you people are doing. And that's a fucking joke. Good night. I ran over time. I love you guys. Start writing out your calculated risks. 
Start writing out what you want to do, what you want to change, who you want to leave. You want to start a fresh new life. You want to, I don't know what you want to do. It doesn't even fucking matter. Nothing is too ridiculous. Nothing is too big. When you dream big, you score big. If you keep being a mediocre person, I don't hang around BBs. You know what BBs is to me? Basic bitches. You will not catch a BB around me because I, I it's, it gives me hives, absolutely hives. Don't get me started. I'm supposed to be gone. Good night. Good morning. And good afternoon. Wherever you're from. My name is LaPrissy Hippie. You done got me all worked up on her tangent. Roll the dice, make your list, sit back and think about it. And next week I will teach you how to actually break down a calculated risk. And attack that shit. Because it ain't never going to be the right time. You got a small window to make that leap of faith. Let me tell you. Adios. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Wherever you are in the universe or in this world of ours, I want to thank you a whole bunch for coming in and stopping by um, and hanging out with me. Today, we're going to talk about stoicism and how it's changed my life and how I want it to change your life. Um, um, basically, to make everything easy. And basically, this podcast is, just let me tell you, um, this podcast is about helping your present self prepare for your future self and awesome tasticness let's jump right into it stoicism what the hell is that it's a form of philosophy okay that the ancient greek romans back in those days used uh, from a guy named zeno look it up i'm not going too deep into it but let me just give you the basic mm, gist of it the basic gist of it is to help you control your emotions basically it's helped to m- it's, it's meant to help you deal with difficult battles or difficult events in your life. Basically, how to deal with that in a better light, if you will. Let me give you some examples. Your ego. <laughs> that E-G-O. That is what makes you act out of character. That is what makes you um, who you are, so to say. So the basis of stoicism is having control over your mind. Um, it real sound, it sounds simple, but it, quite frankly, we don't have control over our mind. And when I really uh, started to understand this, I was floored. I was, I was like, what, the, what was I doing all this time? So basically, having control over your mind... Is all you can do. You do not have control from outside sources. You do not have control of what people think about you or what people say to you or the events that's going to happen to you in your life. You have no control. All you have control is controlling those emotions. And a lot of people say Stoics, they're emotionless. They're cold. That's not, that's not the case. They don't let themselves be ruled by emotion. So me being a cancer, I'm ruled by the moon. I am an emotional wreck at times, which ultimately it hindered me in many ways that I even, I didn't even know. I didn't even know what I was doing. 
So I want to bring this to you, Stoicism. Go ahead and research it for yourself. Um, I'm just giving you a light overview. We're going to go into a couple of examples and a couple of ways how Stoicism can help you in your day-to-day life. And magically, things will change. So the first thing that I've done for my own personal stuff, I'm just going to speak on myself. You you guys can figure it out how you want to interpret it. Take what resonates, leave what doesn't, okay? I adjusted my expectations for people, um, for, for just for, for everything. I've lowered my expectations. Let me, let me just keep it funky. I lowered my expectations so goddamn low. You would think that I will be talking down to someone like if they're in kindergarten and I don't do that. No, 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 no. But listen to me. I've lowered my expectations. Therefore I cannot get disappointed. If you give me more than what I thought you can give me, the only thing I can do is be happy or delighted or whatever have you. We are giving people too much credit to because common sense isn't common anymore. Let me tell you. So why are we giving someone, you know, setting our expectations? If we think it's normal, that's somebody's unattainable. And that's just the fact of what it is. And then in the result of that, we're going to be heartbroken, mad, upset. You know what I mean? Because our standards wasn't met. Sorry about that. Because our standards wasn't met. Okay. Also, prepare your mind for the worst. That's another thing that's though. So you won't be ruled. Again, this is all basis of being ruled by emotions. Okay. If you prepare your mind for the worst, nothing can really fucking phase you. You prepare for your mind for traffic when you go out, that someone's going to cut you off, that you possibly can get in an accident if it's raining outside. When you prepare your mind, whenever, whatever event happens, it's not going to take that full, um, it's not going to engulf you in that emotion. Even with death, if you have a loved one that is dying or even look at your loved ones and understand that they can go tomorrow. Yes, it's heartbreaking and everything like that. I'm not trying to say be cold, but this is again, your expectation is off you think everyone's supposed to live till they're 80 no someone can go tomorrow and what i mean by that is if they go tomorrow yes it's sad and you grieve appropriately but you're not going to be like oh you're supposed to live till you was 80 no who said who said and why your expectations was too high for life you know what i mean Okay, I'm not going to go rambling off on there. Um, but basically, you know, set, set your expectations. Bring them down. Bring them down when you're speaking to people, when you're talking to people. If you don't expect much, you can't get disappointed. Prepare your mind for the worst. I want to jump into another one. Um, I don't want to call it an example, but another little thing I wrote down here for you is most of our suffering. Somebody's going to be mad at me right now. Most of our suffering comes from how we think our mindset about whatever action that, that happened to us. Okay. It's, 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 it's our, it's the power of your mind. And when you do not have full control of your mind, when your when your ego, when the emotions get the best of you, then that is what really is suffering. That's what really is the, I guess let's say the base recipe for suffering. Let me give you two examples. We got two people. It's raining outside. We're in Atlanta. Nobody can drive. 
Both people get in a little fender bender accident, okay? First person, oh my God, I'm not just, I, I gotta take the bus to work. Oh, the insurance is a mess. It's gonna take forever with this paperwork. Oh, yada, yada, yada. Oh, yada, right? You know those, you know, you know, I just got this car, blah, blah, blah. The second person, oh man, oh well. I do have my insurance, so that's good. All right, it's gonna take about a about a week to get this fixed. That's not too bad. All right, so I guess I'll just wake up extra early to catch the bus to work, extra hour and a half or so. Mm, yeah, probably um, probably we'll have to cancel some plans because I'll be commuting on bus. No big deal. Whatever, you know, it happens. Eh, at least I had insurance. Uh, it could have been worse. Uh, I mean, I, I could have. This car could have been total. I did just get this car. At least I got, a, you know, got insurance to fix it. Hey, well, look, listen. Now I don't have to sit in traffic. I can just enjoy the train ride to work. What was the reaction? Both of the people was in the same incident. Little fender bender. Cars in the shop for the week. Both of them had crazy different reactions from it. The first person is still going on and on and on and on and on and on. Even when he gets his car fixed, he's still telling motherfuckers, yeah, all last week, I ain't give up. My car was in the shop because somebody can't drive in the rain. The car is fucking back to his possession. Why is he still harping over it? Mm. Where the other guy said, you know what? Hey, I'm going to wake up a little bit early, catch the train to work. And now I don't even have to worry about enjoy. He enjoying his train ride because he feels though he's being chauffeured by the city of Atlanta. It's your mindset that keeps you in the suffering mode. Yes, the event happened to both of the guys, but you had two different mindsets from it. Let me give you another one. And I've just seen this on Instagram. It's credit to this person. You have both twin boys. Dad was an alcoholic, right? One twin grows up, becomes an alcoholic, you know, destroys his life, not really doing much, whatever, can't keep a job, yada, yada. The other twin, successful, starts a boys and girls club for God knows what, you know, has a nice life, nice little car, takes a trip every now and then. I don't know, right? So then you ask the twins, well, well, what happened to you? First twin says, oh, my dad was an alcoholic. I watched them grow up. This is, you know, when I grew up, I watched this, you know, I just, whatever. It's just in my genes. This is just what it is, you know, yada, yada, yada. The second twin says, man, my dad was an alcoholic. So I never, I never really touched drinking uh, outside of social events. I knew how much it devastated my family, me and my brother. And, um, you know, I, I kind of make sure I stayed on a straight path and just, just socially and, you know, because I didn't want that to happen to me. Where was the suffering for the first twin? Now, yet it affects people differently. Here we go. Expectations. The emotions of his dad. Mm, I'm sorry. His actions of his dad onto him created this, this vortex in his mind that he, you know, he just had to follow in the footsteps. And I understand that's, that's, a, that's a great influence. Don't get it fucked up. I never said that. But ultimately, you have control over your mind. The other twin went through the same thing and understand it's their perception is what you is how you take 
the event and how you internalize the event. So all that extra suffering was unnecessary because at the end of the day, I never said it wasn't easy. I never said it would be difficult. You know what I mean? It's how you think about it. How you take on, you know, setting an expectation, you know, internalizing it, harping over it, that you have no control over it. So that ego, that is, uh, that's, a, that's, that's what technically brings us all down. I mean, come on, let's just keep it funky. Most of the time when you have issues, issues it's with the ego. And um, that's just basically what today's podcast today. Real short and sweet. I just wanted to talk to you guys about that. I mean, that, that really changed my life. Because when I, when I started lowering my expectations, I was no longer getting disappointed. When I stopped letting outside influence come in control the way I think or how I felt, I, I, was, I was magically happy. I mean, I swear to God, after the first week or so when I started practicing these little things, I felt that change. And now I'm turned out. I can't go back. I'm a stoic. I'm like, yes, I'm a stoic in months, you know? Because you really give you that quality. The quality of life is given back to you. You can't be phased because you have control. When you when someone takes control of you, oh man. What, what are you doing? You're just giving it away. You can't give that away. That's the only thing you technically got that you can control. And another thing, I just want to leave you with this, that actually the... I'm leave you with this. Another thing. This goes out with outside influence. Today, when social media, you have everyone, you're living, you're living up to standards. You're comparing yourself. You know, the, you know how it goes. I want you to understand that happiness comes from whatever the fuck you say it is. Whatever quality of life you put in your head that makes you happy is law. It has nothing to do with anything else. Because I promise you, all those keeping up with the Joneses and doing this and that, those people are not happy. You know why? Because they're letting the outside influence them. So the next time you see that quirky person or that person dressing with the polka dots and stripes and it just don't look quite right to society standards, just fucking know that that person is happy. (laughs) And you're not. Think about that. Think about that the next time before you judge someone or, you know, just think about it. And the next time you talk to that motherfucker who think they know everything and the criticism they've given you for something that they can't even think of starting to do it, lower your expectations. Just lower them and look at them and say, hmm, I didn't think about it like that. And walk off. They're going to be stunned. And that's all I got, man. That's that's my world of, of me. Oh, oh, last thing, last thing, last thing, last thing. Stoicism is not technically a religion. Um, like I said, it's a philosophy type thing. So it's it's no different than Buddha, Hindu, and the chakra, the inner peace, and and it's kind of like those. It's kind of like that. So you know, I, I don't I don't want to offend anyone. If anyone's super religious or whatever have you, it it can be your own thing. No matter if you're Buddhist, Christian, Muslim, it, it's it's a way of life. It's a way of thinking, not necessarily. Uh, 
you know, a right or wrong path. So whatever it is for you, incorporate it in your own practice for your own life naturally. And that is being a stoic. All right, I'm out. It's been Prissy Hippie. It's been a pleasure. And I want everybody to enjoy their life. Lower your standards. Don't give a fuck. And keep pressing on.